tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 2020, and then we decided that we have the songs that these should be recorded. These, these are, we thought that they are, they are so good, for, for at least for our liking. So we recorded them during 2020, then we shopped around for labels and that took about a year and because we have this little thing around the world going on so basically that's that's the long story short fantastic we, fantastic back in the day we, we we played quite a lot and but then it, when, when it all fell down because there was some guys played in a bigger finnish bands than us so we sort of got pushed away but i don't know so tell me a little bit about the music scene where you're from, my friend. Tell me a little bit about the music scene. You mean in Finland in general? Yes, yes, yes. T- t- tell us all about it over there, because uh, we have no access to Finland. You're 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 on the ground there. Tell us all about it. Well, in Finland, most popular music is nowadays. Uh, it's uh, it's sung in Finnish. It it outsells the English everything in English or any other language and like all around the world pop is very popular and hip-hop rap there is believe it or not there is quite a lot of rappers who rap in Finnish (laughs) I'll tell you there are rappers all over this planet my friend (laughs) yeah and you know people have always talked always talked about that Finland is the heavy metal country Yes, capital, well, mainland, and there is quite a lot of metal bands here still. But uh, uh, I don't know how it's there, but here it's the live scene. It's going down. Clubs are shutting doors, and so it's the pure and pure places to play live. For example, our kind of music. Uh, but when we have festivals, there is they gather a lot of people. But um, I feel that the uh, rock or metal. It's sort of becoming an older generation's thing that I don't know. I may be wrong, but uh, you don't see that lot of teenagers or so going around in a, in a concerts or gigs because I think at least at rock gigs, they the younger yeah. people they they listen to pop or hip hop or something like that or dance music whatever this uh, EMD is. But of course there is still the few who believe in the power of rock and roll and electric guitar that's awesome that's fantastic we have got a great guest with us today he joins us here on our big broadcast solution 13 and uh how do we get a hold of solution 13 on the web tell me a little bit about how we access you guys's music and all these no various album. things no the, the album or the new album uh, of course on the older one there should be in Spotify and Deezer and all sorts of these titles. And of course you can find us on Instagram or and in Facebook Facebook and so on so on. 
Just Google it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Solution 13 with us today. They join us here on our big program. And uh, they are amazing. So tell me a little bit about some of your musical heroes and influences. As a band or myself? Both. No, as a band, we are the children of the 80s. Scene. So Maiden, Priest, Motorhead, ACDC, Metallica, something like this. Uh, that Those are bands that we all like. And some of us have... There are a couple of guys who like much heavier stuff. You know, Slayer, D-Side or something like that. And then I am the... <laughs> I like hair metal. I like Def Leppard, Van Halen. That's awesome. And so on, so on. So it's a, but the core is there in you know, a classic metal bands. And usually when we write songs, we give them names, you know, work names. For example, we are actually going to go to studio next week, start recording a new album. So when we check today, we rehearsed and checked the titles for our new, new songs. There is Maiden, there is Megadeth. And so on, so on. There is Judas Priest, and so there are them. You know, when you, you can't go wrong when you, if you trust in the classics. Yes, yes, indeed. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. The band Solution Thirteen join us here in our program. We are going to play some of your music here in just a few seconds. Uh, the first track we're going to play is "When the Night Falls." Tell us about this track, and then we'll go to it. Well. Uh, it was written by me and our guitar player, Petri. Uh, he wrote all the music and sent it to me. And I wrote the melodies and lyrics. And our drummer came along and we, as a three-piece, we put the whole thing together. Lyrically, I think it's... I can't remember what it was about. Uh, I, I, I gotta tell you, what did I wrote about that song? It was... Because all my lyrics are, I get the music and it creates images in my head. There's no greater, yes. greater procedure there. So this was maybe like a many middle anger, frustration pouring out of me. I've written in maybe in five minutes or, or ten the lyrics. I write really fast. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we are going to do this. We are going to place you on a brief hold here on Skype. We're going to play yes. this track, and when we come back, we will have more with Solution 13 here on our big program. It's When the Night Falls, and it's here on KJagRadio.com.
Okay, there it is. It is the Fabulous Solution 13. They join us back here on kjagradio.com. You can join us each and every day over there at the mic.fun. That's the mic.fun, and we have got Solution 13 joining us here on our big program. They are tremendous, and um, you guys have got a really, really great sound. Tell me a little bit about just some of the way that you produce your music and write it and everything else. Well, we write it, uh, basically, all the music comes first by, from our guitar player. And uh, nowadays, the album, last album was written a little bit different. But nowadays, uh, our guitar player and our drummer, they started putting put the thing together, sort of like Headfield and Ulrich way, I, I presume. And then I come along and start adding melodies and li- writing lyrics when when I get the inspiration for that. And then after that, we sort of put it together as a whole band. But everything comes first from our guitar player and then our, nowadays our drummer joins. But first, the album that we made, uh, about one third was written that way, the last album. and. Uh, two-thirds were written by a guitar player and I did actually I demoed all the with he had put down some uh, drum drum machine tracks there so they were basically almost you could release them as a really good demos that we first made but nowadays drummer and guitar player starts and then I come along and then the rest of the band that's awesome that's awesome we've got solution 13 with us today, they join us here on kjagradio.com. So you guys, uh, how were you affected by the uh, the worldwide pandemic? Well, no gigs, no shows. We When we started, made the album, we thought about maybe we could go play something last year, 21. Yeah. But then things started to go down south you should say or bad again yeah we made the decision that we are gonna write another record and we are not gonna play any gigs before we can play there is something planned for the next summer but uh, we just decided to okay we are now writing new songs and just practicing and now we start the recording next week the, the new album so hopefully things will open up but i don't I've seen that in the U.S. you have had quite a lot of gigs there, but bigger bands still seem to cancel shows here in Europe yeah. and tours. Yeah, that, so, that so. seems to be something that, that is never-ending, it seems. Yeah. Uh, so how did you guys uh, form the band? How did the band get together as a group? Tell me a little bit about that. How did you guys get together? Well, it's a classic way. You meet some your buddies who play in different bands in a bar. You're a little bit drunk, and <laughs> you get the idea that we, maybe we should play together. And that's the story. That's awesome. So, that's great. Uh, <laughs> alcohol fueled metal. Alcohol fueled metal. That I I think that's the best kind, my friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, Solution 13, uh, is is there uh, any goals this year besides 
putting out more music and 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 such or or what what do you have planned well we have we have some gigs planned for the summer uh, here in Finland and um, probably in Sweden too. Hopefully we can play as much as we can and put the new album out and maybe get more exposure and, you know, get this little thing going little, little by little because we've been away when we, after we made the first album a long time ago. So, so we're basically a new band. So we're building this thing up again and you know, just get on step by step, little bit, one step at a time, go, get yeah. up, going, going ahead. And because the music doesn't seem to be a problem, we, we, we got stuff. So, and the writing new stuff is, it's not a problem. So, hopefully, we still can get keep this thing going and get a little bit, step, couple steps higher. You should, you know, in a band. How should I say it? We could maybe a little bit bigger and as a band. So that gives us a bunch to move ahead. And But I think we still have at least this and um, one album after that. I think we could maybe start recording another album later this year if we can't get any gigs also. So I think that's the plan. Fantastic. Well, we've got another track we're going to play. Here in a few moments, Never Unbroken. Tell me a little bit about this track, and then we'll play it. I, just, I had to check the lyrics from the CD, because when you asked about the other song, I couldn't remember what did I sing about. But this this is uh, <laughs> one of my favorite tracks, and probably most personal track on the album. Uh, this is, how should I say it? This is Finnish Finnish mentality wrapped in a metal song <laughs> that's awesome that's great um, because we are we are people may usually think of us these stubborn quiet types and this is when you start start to realize things are going bad and the problem is looking back at you in a mirror so this is you know why me why me always me who's the source of all problems i don't know maybe I could, I can't think of anything better to say about this song. Hey, I, um, I think, I think you've said enough, my friend. I think that's fantastic. We're gonna play this incredible track. It is never unbroken. We're gonna place you on a brief hold here on Skype, and uh, we will play never unbroken here on KJagRadio.com. <laughs> Suffering. I thank you for the pain you bring. Guess your cause for my misery. Facing a mirror's right on me. I thank you for promises you broke. I thank you for the lies you told. Guess you got what you deserved. Facing a mirror, you are gonna burn.
It is kjagradio.com. It is the fabulous Solution 13, and they join us here on our big program. And we are going to go back to Solution 13 and wrap things up here with them here on our big program. And uh, let's go back to Solution 13. They join us today here on the old Skip Skype. Yes, the old Skyper Rooney. And uh, that was a fantastic track. And uh, Solution 13 with us today here on our big program. So tell me about some of the different bands that, that when you guys were doing live shows that you guys played with uh, out there in Finland. Well, I think the biggest were, you know, festivals in Davos, something like Amorphous is probably biggest, and what else? What else? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. What else? There was, there was uh, of course, Poison Black, where a drummer actually played, and from Finnish, can't remember the uh, other bands that we played. We didn't play that much. We mostly played our own headline shows. So yeah. there, there were smaller bands playing with us, like like us. And my son is here. Sorry. <laughs> hey, that's that's fine. The more, the merrier. We've got uh, Solution Thirteen with us today. He joins us live here in our big program. So as we wrap up here with you, my friend, um, where can we get your music and support you guys and 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 everything? Well, the album you. You should be able to pick it in from Amazon or some other retailers, and uh, you can stream it basically everywhere. And check out our website, or actually Facebook site or Instagram, just type Solution 13. And that's the best way, I think. That's great. That's great. Well, you guys have been tremendous. I really appreciate you making time for us today. As we go, Thank we're going to play one more track. Uh, from you guys, I don't believe in miracles. Tell me about this track, and then we're gonna play it. Well, there's uh, there were maybe three or four songs that I, when making that out al- our last album, I thought these are the, if if I should tell someone or place some of our stuff to outsiders who don't know what we sound like, this was one of those. I think that this is like a blueprint of Solution 13 one year ago. I, should, I can't tell you anything. Riffs and uh, <laughs> books <laughs> and attitude. And 
alcohol fueled metal. Yes. Yes. Well, that is that is amazing. This has been fun. I'm really glad we were able to get this done. And uh, thanks for joining us all the way from Finland, Thank my you. friend, with Solution 13. Have yourself a wonderful day, sir. You too. You too. Thank you, my yeah. friend. There he goes. Thank you. Solution 13. And uh, we are going to go to this track. It is I Don't Believe in Miracles, and it's here on kjagradio.com.
That is Solution 13, and it is the world famous KJAGRadio.com. Check us out online at KJAGRadio.com. And real, and like watching Bruce, like, you know, not only just like watching the fight scenes, the whole movie was great, but watching the fight scenes, we were like, damn. Like, and like even me and my brother, we were talking, my brother's like, Man, Shevchenko don't ever be in positions like that, but you know it looks so damn real and so good, and so yeah, it was definitely you know it was awesome to watch. I thought so too, and you know the good thing is Hallie was all in. You know that was her. You know she I, brought I'd a like couple ribs and definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so she put that in, and that's you know that just shows passion and respect for the sport, which I really like. So, uh, with Invicta, how did you guys get linked up with with Hallie to be able to make this movie? Because that, I think, is quite the interesting story. It is a little bit interesting. You know, they reached out, and uh, her assistant, and they wanted to see one of the events live. You know, but the schedules were, you know, lining up. Well, finally, kind of at the last minute, I was able to convince them that if you're going to tell a story, you've got to tell the whole story. You can't jump in at the middle and you can't jump in at the end. You've got to go where it all yep. begins. Yep. And, you know, and that I was going to give her access to something nobody else was. I was going to throw the doors open. I'm going to show you everything from top to bottom. And I think that's really what sold her because, you know, she had a, a big engagement the next night, which was Tyler Perry's, uh, his studios the grand opening of the studios down in Atlanta. So she popped in, you know, I got to work with her and her team. You know, I took her through every aspect of it. I mean, from wrapping hands to the walkout, to being on the stage, walking down into the cage, you know, just really gave her that really, um, you know, uh, behind the scenes look, you know, of how it all really is. And I think that's the part, you know, that really, uh, she really had enjoyed it. And then I started doing some consulting and then, you know, there was that opening of course, where it's like, wait a minute, <laughs> I have everything you need. <laughs> I mean, just call it Invicta, you know, that kind of thing. And then, so that's how that all kind of come together. It was definitely already cast and, uh, you know, the actors, everything was already done by the time it came along, they had a different name. So, you know, by the grace, you know, it was just able to, everything just aligned and worked out well for both of us. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So, uh, so Big Will, uh, you you have been nicknamed the voice of violence because you've been calling pretty much every uh, local MMA boxing event here here in Kansas uh, the last couple of years. Uh, what kind of questions do you have here for Shannon? Because you you've been going all over the place. Man, uh, first I just, I just want to say. Um, I just want to say that uh, how dope it is that you started an all women's promotion that in itself is just like, it's badass. Like, you know, we know Rhonda Rousey and, you know, cyborg, and you know, a lot of them ladies, you know, got, you know, got women's MMA popping off, but for you to create just an all women's platform for ladies to be able to showcase their skills and talent and shit and, you know, be, you know, the stars of the company. I just want to commend you for that, you know, cause that's hella dope, you know, just for, and, and it's something different and, you know, and I love women's MMA shit. Like my aunt, I got my aunt, my uncle hooked on MMA and like my aunt's always like, is there women fighting? You know? So it's, you know, you love to see the women bang cause 
I mean, there's so much passion, and they leave it all out there in the ring, boy. They don't think shit. Cat fight, nah, they in here scrapping, bro. So, kudos. Very true. Thank you so much. That's very kind. Very kind. But I'm very passionate about it as well. You know, uh, I kind of told you, I, I came through the male side of the sport, so I spent many, many years, you know, working with the male athletes, matching. You know, I've kind of held many, many jobs in the industry. But when the women came to me and needed somebody, I felt like I was the perfect person because I was kind of a naysayer in the beginning, just because what we were seeing in the sport were a lot of mismatched fights, you know, women competing several weight classes up. Nobody really tended to it. Nobody really cared about it, to be honest with you. So I like a good fight. So I thought, you know, this is something I can sink my teeth in. They convinced me to change my mind. So I thought, you know what? They gave me the tools to change everybody else's mind. You know, and I haven't been disappointed at all. They really do fight their hearts out. They are very connected to what they are doing. They're natural born marketers. <laughs> so, you know, that's another part of the puzzle that makes it, you know, incredibly easier for me as a promoter. But the real gratification that I got to tell you, Will, is when you help them achieve the dream. You know, and you see that sparkle in the eyes and, they, you know, they're just pumped up, ready to go. So, yeah, it's made it really all well worth the investment for sure. Yeah, it's, de it's definitely awesome when, you know, you watch these young fighters come up through, <clears throat> you know, like our systems and stuff like that and our promotions. And then, you know, they get that big break to go on to like Bellator or UFC or something bigger, you know, than just us. So, you know, it's, it's dope that you're doing it, you know, for the ladies and, you know, we're doing it for the young, you know, the young gunners here in Kansas and stuff. So it's really awesome. So Thank you. I Thank love you. this sport. And so it's just, it's just, it's passion, man. We, we got a passion and a love for the sport. So, I want to sink my teeth into boxing to help the women in boxing. That's really the next avenue I really want to go down is, you know, I want to try to help make a difference there in that aspect. They need the help. Yeah. They need to believe in them and, you know, help lift them up and get in there and do something. Yeah. Well, I like <laughs> they need they, they need to hit some wheels to Clarissa Shields or something like oh no now she even got the MMA because so uh, I mean yeah. yeah women's boxing definitely needs a a, a shot of something uh, an injection of life or something because yeah. that's that's definitely one thing that's really dying off but I mean MMA kickboxing you know now women's bare knuckle that's you know coming out so I'm loving to see all that you know but. It's definitely changing the game for the women. So, yeah. But, you know, if it wasn't for their performance as well, you know, nobody would be watching. So I think we, we really got to put it back on them. It's their performances and just that heart and getting in there that's really changing the game for women. I want to see a couple chicks beat up Jiggy's ass. <laughs> you know, that, that, could, <laughs> that could very well happen. <laughs> so that damn deadlifting and training you've been doing. <laughs> so so Shannon, how did how did we get to the point with women's MMA? Because it used to be, you know, me and Big Will, you, you used to you used to watch, you know, Foxy boxing and all this other crap, and now yeah. you've got. You know, Halle Berry making a movie about women's MMA. It, it, it's quite the transition. That, that got me a legit one. <laughs> you know, she just wasn't playing around. She didn't make a legit movie about it. You know, um, 
It's funny that you mentioned that because I can remember, you know, when different promotions I worked for and they'd come to me and they want to do a female bout. But it was never about Shannon, go find us, you know, the biggest, baddest, you know, like the same kind of thing they would say to me about matching male fighters. You know, it was always about find us the hot girls, (laughs) you know, it was always what they were interested in, which, of course, I wasn't because you're taking a spot from one of my guys to, you know, for some something that. I don't think is really sellable. I mean, it is, but it isn't not for the sport itself, you know, in terms of talent skill set. but it really has changed. And I think that's the part I'm most excited about is that people do view them as athletes instead of, you know, eye candy or, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, they really take them serious. And I think the women have, you know, done a really good job of showcasing that they're more than just something to look at. And that that's exciting. Yeah, that's really dope. Yeah, it's it's definitely changed from like you know from the beginning, you know, stages and stuff or whatever. They got to got to put a lot more respect on their names nowadays because man, they're man, these girls are super tough. She's like a lot of them are moms and you know and shit. They still be yeah. here. I'd be like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> they. <laughs> <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't your grandpa. This ain't your grandpa's boxing shit no more. Serious out here. You know, and there's a lot of talent in female boxing. You know, I, I, I really, you know, kind of disappointed and sad for them. You know, that somebody's just not, you know, getting in there and really trying to help. So hopefully, you know, we'll be able to change that as well. Well, I think that is. Yeah. Infect the boxing its way. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. You know, that is that is one of the things about female boxing that I've hated over the years is like you had Muhammad Ali's daughter who was who was fighting nobodies. And then you have several women that have had to go into to MMA or have had to go into to kickboxing to really get some competition or make some money what what is what do you think is the big problem with women's boxing besides getting the eyeballs on it the truth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the truth i think you know there's a lot of <laughs> i think there's a lot of misogynistic asses on that side <laughs> that just don't care you know they just want to put you know if you sell us a few tickets, we'll slap you on there, but we don't, you know, we don't give a crap. You're going yeah. over here in the bottom. We're going to give you these, you know, lesser rounds and things like that. I just think people don't care, you know, and I think that it's yeah. coming up with a way to package it and make it more palatable and exciting for, you know, the diehards of boxing and really trying to help change that mindset. Because, well, I know you know that mindset, right, of yeah, that side of yeah, I mean yeah. it's def- it's just like the WNBA. Like they'll be getting no damn respect. Like, I mean, None. Like they'll get no damn respect. I mean, but sh- I mean, women's boxing is entertaining and shit, man. Like I just watched that uh, the triad fight thing. Oh yeah. Uh, triad boxing re- that with the triangle mm-hmm. with Sean we locked them a couple weeks ago, and they they had one you know, feature fight with females on there. And it was a boxer versus MMA. But I mean, the boxer chick, she was just, she looked so, I mean, it was a great fight, man. And like, I'd love to see more of it, but there's just no real platform for it. But yeah, if you could like, you know, but you know, it's always, you know, cause 
you know how dudes are, like you said, misogynistic and, you know, want to put women to the side. So it'd be great for you to be able to create something that would be exciting and captivating and then still be able to have the women, you know, fucking get in there and put on great boxing matches too. I mean, so if you do, best of luck and uh, sign me up. I'd definitely love to come do some play-by-play, some blow-by-blow, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah, there's got to be a secret recipe, something that we can come up with that, you know, will change the game for women. Because, it, you know, I know it's going to be tough. You know, uh, MMA wasn't easy as well in that, you know, in that respect. But, yeah, I mean, they definitely need uh, someone to breathe some life in there and really kind of give them that lifeline to help just elevate you know, better pay, better everything. So they they need like they need to be like it needs to be like you know, kind of like entertainment. Like they need to be t- talking cat fight, talking shit, and then get in there and just absolutely go to war with each other. And then that will get people because you know people are all stimulated by you know nowadays the internet and watching you yeah. know people go back and forth and you know talk shit and you know ah oh, yeah you suck you suck your kids suck i'm gonna stick your mom <laughs> like what and then they get there and you know and then you just want a war so it's hopefully you know if you come up with something it'll be explosive and dynamic and you get you get some you got to get some ladies that have really good skills but great personalities if we could get Jiggy in a wig, he'd be your heavyweight champion. So. He'd, be my one. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be the one to get you over. Speaking speaking of heavyweights, uh, Gabby Garcia is in this movie. And Gabby Garcia, I have always been fascinated by her. Uh, I've always been shit of her. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's a she's a scary individual. I see her fighting these uh these little tiny bite sized girls over in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, how do you how do you find somebody that's gonna be her weight, her height, her skill level? If you're matching her up, how, how, how do you do something like that? Or is well, that just not possible? For you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got nothing for you on that. Um, you know, because I have talked about, you know, they've approached me a couple times about possibly, you know, could, you know, we ever match her up here or something like that. You know, it would be tough. It, I don't know anyone like Gabby. I don't know anyone that, uh, you know, that size and that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, I think it's tough. I think that's a tough one, you know, to try to match. I guess you just get as close as you can, you know, to skill set and as best as you can, you know, to wait anyway. I think the only Are you any ideas that she's not around anymore would be like Nicole Bass, but Nicole, <laughs> you know, rest in peace, Nicole Bass. But, yeah. you know, I at mean, this point, shit, the only person you get to fight Gabby is probably like Bob Sapp or something. <laughs> like, who else is in the weight class? Bob Sapp. <laughs> she's you. You might be afraid. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Like, Bob be like, hey, I don't want that. I don't want that smoke. Yeah, you don't want no part of that. No part of that. But, yeah, no, she's hard, I think, to match just because, you know, she's very talented as well. You know, she's got really good, solid ground and stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it's that whole weight, you know, the size difference. But Japan loves that stuff. Japan loves those mismatched. You know, they love that yes. stuff. 
They love the Godzilla. They do. I mean, they do. So, with this film, uh, did did you personally pick out some of the folks that were the, as for the MMA side of things? I add, added that. How how did some of the folks get involved with the film? We know not, no, no, I didn't like do any of the casting or any of that, or, you know, like your fight camp in my part. And it was more about let's make this as real and legit as we possibly can. And that's kind of where I came in. And, you know, of course on the commentator side, you know, I asked them to bring in, you know, actually one of the commentators so that, you know, it, we had some kind of representation there, but really, you know, the rest, um, that was really my expertise went into, Let's make this look legit. Because, you know, when you're going to do a film, there's a lot of things you got to think about if you really want it to be legit, like the commissions, where do they go, you know, the round, I mean, the, just different things in the aesthetics-wise that makes it look real. So that's pretty much where I came in. You know, I was kind of late to the dance. Like I said, the film was already starting to be filmed. It was cast. Everything was going in. It was just this thing that was like an opportunity that just kind of aligned. They needed me and I need, you know, and I was like, okay, okay, cool. This really works, you know, because it's going to give the promotion exposure, which translates down to me that my athletes are going to really dig that and think that's super cool and young athletes. So that was kind of the trade off for me anyway, in that way. Plus, she was passionate. I mean, how the hell do you say no to somebody like Halle Berry? I mean, Halle Berry. <laughs> is really into your sport. I mean, and, and she wants to do right by it. Yeah, you can't say no to that. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the cool things that I that I thought that was really cool about watching the movie is like when, you know, the story got going and then it was like Invicta F. I was like, Invicta F? Like, what? And so it was cool. Yeah, right? that, like, you know, because, you know, I'm glad that it wasn't just like, you know, women's, women's, MMA, you know, it wasn't like some janky ass, like made up, you know, like promotion. It was actually <laughs> yes. something like, you know, it wasn't just some corny ass shit, you know, it was a legitimate yeah. promotion. And so it gave the story like even more, like it made it even more like real to me because it it's like, oh shit. Like, and then I started, I was like, did she really fight for it? And I'm just like, I'm like, no, it's a damn movie, man. Like, Ain't no damn damn victim, but it it gave it more, it gave it, you know, more life to this It being a real promotion and stuff like that. And like you said, that does, you know, catapult y'all brand and like, you know, gives y'all girls more clout and shit, you know? So it it was really well put together. I'm, I was really impressed and I'm, I could definitely see why it's a number one movie or was a number one movie on Netflix when it came out. So. Yeah, she did a really good job. Yeah, and what about Valentina? <laughs> She's uh, the Invicta champ. I mean, everywhere on the, you know, the internet and stuff, there she is with the Invicta belt. How much better is it to get than that, right? Yeah. She's incredibly talented, and, and I guess you'll have to call me Immaculate because <laughs> that was my role in the movie. <laughs> the guy's name is Immaculate that runs Invicta. <laughs> so... But yeah, no, I, I thought it was a good movie. I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, oh, I was like, I know it's a, I was like, no, no damn dude running victim. But I thought it was funny that they changed him to a guy. But well, actually, he was already cast and everything. Like I said, I really came in at the last minute. You know, it was just, it was just one of those times when 
doesn't happen very often in life, right? But just everything comes together like it's just meant to be. They needed me. They needed, you know, they were out of money. You know, they needed the cage. They needed all the assets I had, you know, and it just kind of, you know, we aligned. And when we aligned, you know, it just came together. So... I always say you do good work and stuff happens, you know, we needed kind of something good to happen, but I was like, I never thought Halle Berry was the one that was going to show up. You know, you could ask for a lifeline and they sent Halle Berry. So can't beat that. Right. For real. Like I'd, I'd be happy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you know, she really is a good person. And that's the other part, you know, I just want to add is that, you know, she has a big heart. She's very, very kind, very kind. I mean, she's been incredibly kind to me. You know, I, I hear like it, somebody will send me a clip of something and she's on like, uh, what's that guy's name? A Trevor Noah show. And she's like, Hey, you know, Shannon Knapp, right? That has Invicta. You know, she's just very kind, you know, she's always lifting other people up. And I think that's something that's hard to find these days, right? Fresh as hell. You got Holly Berry name dropping you. That I know, right? <laughs> you can't beat it. I mean, doesn't get much cooler than that, you know? So, yeah, it, it's, you know, she's just, you know, really been, uh, went above and beyond and really included me in a lot of stuff. So, you know, I'm forever grateful. She says she's forever grateful, but, you know, it goes both ways. Tip for tat. Amen. Yeah. So when when did you guys uh when did Invicta get sort of what was it? They were they were purchased or acquired by Anthem. In uh two thousand well the first of the year, April. Yeah. Yeah. They were acquired. We were acquired by Anthem. So what you know, the the big deal was you know, for me was I've been doing this on my own. You know, in the business sense, of course, I hire people to help me per event, you know, so it's not, yeah. but to build it and to, to, to do the vision, you know, create the vision that I have, it's bigger than me. And, you know, so that's really, I was looking for an alignment and they're a media company, they're a good company, a stable company. So I was looking for partners, partners to really help me take it to the next level. You know, the, the real dream is to launch all the genres of combat for women, you know, women in sports. So we'd have that kickboxing, we'd have that boxing, we'd have, you know, uh, the MMA just all across there and give, you know, give the women in the sport opportunities to build brands, their brands, yeah. you know, and just really be able to cross train and keep them busy, keep it elevated and really do something good for them. I needed a partner and that was the bottom line is, you know, he just needed the support behind me and Anthem stepped up to the table. And, you know, I felt like that was going to be the right alignment for us. That's awesome. That is yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. Because you, you know, you've got some backing now, which is nice instead of yeah i mean it's, it's all on you. Off that it's always me because <laughs> you know I, I know you guys probably know this but in business if if you don't give a shit it's easy you know you just don't give a shit, right? <laughs> right but if you give a shit it weighs heavy on you you know and you have to make right decisions because everybody's relying on you not just people that work for you but the people that are competing and there for a while the whole sport you know somebody 
I was the in the one in there really building these divisions out. So if I make a mistake, it doesn't just affect me; it affects everybody. And like I said, since I care, you know that really added that you know stress. So so it's good to have somebody else have to worry about some of those things. You know, I don't have to worry about as much as I used to. So awesome. at least in that part. That's yeah. awesome. Just like when you got Will on, you don't have to ask. You don't have to ask all the questions. Hey, I'll <laughs> tell you, Will. Will is right? a, is an encyclopedia when it comes to combat sports. So I just awesome. like to watch people get hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's even better when they pay me for it. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah. There you go. Makes a big difference, doesn't it? I make people hit each other, so it's great. Like it's it's it, we're all we're all in the business of hitting people. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. So so Shannon. Well, I'm glad that you guys liked it. I'm glad that you liked the movie. Yeah, Loved it. It's important. Yeah. It's that support. So yeah, it was yeah. It, it was it was a great film production the the whole nine yards. It was it, it what and and I like what Will was saying earlier with the fact that they had an actual MMA company. It wasn't just Halle Berry was getting ready to fight for the women's fighting league or you know whatever. And yeah. <laughs> brand X or, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's Invicta, and it's like I've heard of Invicta. It's an actual organization. So. Yeah, I like that part in the movie where Immaculate pulls up. He's like, "Yeah, Invicta, y'all female number one female organization in the world." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy." <laughs> so, yeah, we like that part, right? And you definitely, well, I mean, you guys definitely are the number one female organization in the world. Because I can't think of a number two. So, <laughs> so when, when do you start taking over women's boxing, Shannon? <laughs> what, what is I mean, this? That's on agenda. Oh my God. I've been playing around with that for a little bit. Uh, I like a good fight, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. And the fact that I think that I can get in there and duke it out with some of these guys, you know, to make that difference and really, I mean, it's very appealing to me in that way. You know, I'd like to I'd like to change the game. You know, I have a lot of female boxers that reach out and say, look at us over here, you know, and it's been happening for a long time. So, you know, I feel good about, you know, like I said, the support I have now and the resources and the ability to to kind of do other things. So maybe sooner than you think. That's awesome. The IBF, the Invicta Boxing Federation. It's <laughs> yeah. There you go. It is. I mean. It really is eventually. <laughs> so, I well, got the you know the domains, all that. I've had them for a while. You know, just I've been, you know, it's it's that formula. Still working on that formula that I think is going to make a difference. Well, I've noticed. I've noticed that Anthem is starting to get more into boxing because uh, they've got a. Uh, I, I believe they they have a uh, they have a boxing show they're going to run this weekend. <laughs> on the uh on the channel so i i i think that uh you when you definitely start the start the engine on the female boxing part of it i think you'll you'll definitely have somewhere to air it (laughs) 
Yeah, nice, right? <laughs> That's half the battle right there. But yeah, no, they are doing that show. I forget what it's called. It's Richard Shaper's show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I should know what it's called, but I can't think of it. Um, yeah, so they're dabbling around a little bit in different sports and the genres. So yeah, hopefully they're successful. I don't know much about their promotion, but you know, you hope they do well. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so Big Will, as we wrap up here, do you have any more questions for uh, for the fantastic Shannon Knapp here? So, what? So, uh, what's some of the big things that are coming up for uh, Invicta? Like, what do you guys got coming up? What's on the horizon? We got a show coming up. So, back here in Kansas City. So, if you guys want to come, you know, let me know. I'll hook you up. It's coming up. We are changing uh, the day of the week that we're doing shows. We're moving to Wednesdays. We wow. feel like, you know, I feel like it gives more opportunity for less competition, you know, and more eyes on, you know, the sport for, you know, well, the company, I guess, so to speak. So, yeah. so that's something that's coming up is, you know, we're going to move to Wednesdays. So it'll be women of Wednesdays and yeah, that's it. You know, just kicking out the new year with lots of shows, lots of new, exciting projects and Yeah. Hallie's got a documentary that's coming out, so on ESPN. So we'll get to we've got some uh, appearances in that as well. So we got some good stuff still waiting to wow. come. So that's yeah. awesome. So when, when exactly is when exactly is the next show? It's in January, it's second week. We're going to announce it next week. So yeah, so it's coming sooner than you think. Awesome! Awesome! Great! That's awesome. Well, we may we may be hitting you up for 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 press passes. <laughs> There you go. So come check it out. Yeah, that, I mean, that may end it, up happening. You can watch it live. That's <laughs> that's where the real energy and that magic happens. So definitely. Well, yeah, but we'd love to have you. You you have just built such a cool brand here, and uh, do do you often have? folks from other organizations whether it's mma or boxing or whatever um do you ever get some of these people hitting you up and saying hey could you give me a little help here because <laughs> you you've managed to build such a cool deal here i'm sure you have a a good share of people who just talk so much shit on you. And then oh, <laughs> you oh. probably got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, even though, you know, I mean, I, I think Invicta has a really good reputation. We do good business, but that doesn't yeah. stop the haters. Yeah. They still like to talk crap, but I will always stand up for my athletes and, and do the right thing. Even if it costs me money, Yeah, which Trust me, it usually does. <laughs> but yeah, you can't ask people. <laughs> but you know, I've always been of this mindset. You can't ask these kids to go in there and fight their heart out, but you're not willing to stand up and fight for their dreams. You know, yeah. as with any relation, it should be good for both. So, you know, I'm kind of not your normal promoter. I don't even actually like that word, but I'm just an advocate for the athlete and for the sport. And yeah, so there are a lot of people that talk crap. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people. My favorite was always this. Well, I had that idea two years ago. Okay. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> what you do with it? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, you know, it, it just because it, it's not easy on this side. Everybody has this misconception that there's so many women out there ready to compete. It's not yes. like that. You know. Yeah. Not at all. Little girls don't grow up 
want to be punched in the face every day. It's not happening. Yeah. So, so it does, you know, it, it has its own issues, but you know, usually it's, it's dudes. It's always the guys, you know, with other promotions that maybe I didn't, you know, I don't know, maybe I got the girl signed that they wanted or, you know, something like that. So it's always just a little bit, they don't say it to my face though. Of course they just talk crap behind the doors. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hear about it, <laughs> you know? So, cause somebody's always running to tell you. Not so much always the good stuff, but they always tell you the bad, right? So, but, but it's all good. You know, we do good work and, you know, that's what it's about. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, Shannon, thanks for doing this. Thanks for chatting with me and Big Will today. This has definitely been fun. And uh, I think that's pretty badass that uh, Halle Berry name drops you on various places. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty badass. I mean, I don't even know what's happening. She's always the one that, hey, uh, I think you should look. Halle's just talking about you. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it is nice. I mean, she's just, you know, I can't really say it enough that, I mean, she's just genuine, you know? Yes. Um, that That's the thing about her is that, you know, because I always figure, you know, I've worked with a lot of celebrities in my life and, you know, they'll say things, but I never like put stock into what they're saying. You know, yes. it's just like, hey, OK, thank you. You know, that kind of thing. She delivers and she continues to deliver even when I'm not there. You know, I'm like, I'm not in front of her and she's still, you know, paying it forward and giving back. And I think that that's really a testament to someone's character. So uh, that's so, wonderful. Yeah, for real. She is really, you know, seems to be a really good person. So girls rock. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. And, and I just will say thank you both so much. I, I've really yeah. enjoyed the interview. I enjoyed the one the other day. Yes. It's fun to talk shop, real shop. And so I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Well, uh, you're, really you're, you're a badass, Shannon. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Uh, but, but thank you but no so but i do appreciate it i appreciate it you know definitely love to have you out to an event if you want to come you know um we'll announce and i'd be happy to accommodate you definitely I'm there. definitely yeah, well we there. will we will definitely be in touch on that well once that's announced you'll you'll be getting an email from me <laughs> all right that works for me well uh yeah, with this cage side so we got you covered okay and it's been a pleasure to talk with you, Shannon. Hey, guys, make sure y'all go check out Bruise on Netflix. Make sure to keep it trending in the number ones. Also, go follow Invicta Fighting Championship on all their platforms. Make sure to continue to support women's MMA, support Shannon and all she's doing. Best of luck in everything in the boxing and all the other things. And definitely look forward to meeting you in person. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, you guys. And happy holidays. If I don't see you again till then, happy holidays and, you know, enjoy it. All right? Definitely. 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 Well, th thank you, Big Will. Thank you, Shannon. And uh, we will talk to you guys soon. It's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you, Shannon. Same. Thank you. Appreciate it, my friend. There she goes. That is Shannon Knapp. And uh, we are going to take a brief time out. And when we come back, we've got more coming up. It is the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio broadcast back here in a few moments. And if you're listening to us on the stream 
over there at JiggyJaguar.com. Thank you, and we will see you next time. He joins us live here via the magic of the old Skip Skype. Yes, the old skype rooney and we have got a great guest. Sean, go ahead and introduce yourself, my friend. Tell us a bit about yourself. How's it going? I'm Sean St. Velvets. I'm a Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm a, a, a guitarist, and I sing as well, and a, a retired United States Marine. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, Sean, how did you get started doing the music thing, my friend? You know, I was started back in 2016. I was just uh, transitioning out of the Marine Corps. Uh, I did four tours, and, uh, you know, I was going through these hard times. And, um, you know, the Wounded Warrior Project, they stepped in, and they, uh, you know, they started to, you know, ask me, Do I, can we get you a dog? Can we get you, um, you know, certain certain ways, you know, to cope and kind of uh, to heal from what, what I, you know, the traumatic experience that I went through in the military. And then, um, you know, they, they brought up the guitar, and I was like, you know, the, I'm pretty I'm pretty curious about the guitar. I want to. My dad played guitar. I thought it was really interesting. And, uh, you know, I started, you know, they, they donated me a guitar, a little a green Washburn. Like, a really, nice, you know, not, nothing too expensive, nothing too, you know, flashy or anything like that. But I started practicing. Uh, that's how I get started. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. Sean joins us here on our big broadcast. He is amazing. So you've got this guitar here, and I would hate to not have you play it. Uh, do you have uh, a couple songs you could play us? I want to. I want to start with one, and then I want to ch- chat with you a little bit more, and then I might have you play another song for us. All right, that's, that sounds good to me. Okay, well, what what do you, what do you have for us first here? The first I've been um, I got a um, I got two gigs two gigs on the first of March, and uh, this first one's called Pillars of Eternity. I wrote this um. Uh, probably in 2019, I'd gone through hard times as well, and, uh, you know, it just came to me. Fantastic. Well, take it away, brother. I'll get the hell out of the way and let the people with talent do their thing. So go ahead, brother. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Stop hurting me. Let myself be free. The journey through life. People are only temporary. I can stop the madness, but I'm stuck in my fears. I journey through the sadness, focusing on what's real. And I use this strength to guide me, pillars of eternity. And I use his strength to guide me Pillars of eternity Pretty much the opening part of it. One of my favorites right there. Fantastic. Fantastic. It is a uh, 
Great guest with us today. He joins us here on our big program. So, Sean, um, how do people buy your music and connect with you online, my mind? How do they do well, that? You know, my name is Sean Marion. You know, I'm a you – know, my dad uh, My dad always always laughed at me because, you know, I'm a you know, classy Irish name right there. But, you know, my name, my stage name is Sean St. Velvet. And you can catch me on any platform. So, you, you, you know, look up Sean St. Velvet on Spotify, Sean St. Velvet on Apple Music, Sean St. Velvet on SoundCloud. Even on uh, my, my YouTube page, Sean St. Velvet, I got, I got a lot of videos in production right there as well. Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. So, so you've been out here doing this music thing. What, what, what are some of the different lessons you've learned along the way? You know, some of the biggest lessons I've learned is never stop pursuing the dream and never, you know, because you're going to get people that do not like your music. You're going to get people that critique your stuff and like, are you going to get people who um, who really like it, you know, and you know, you got to have, you got to have an inner peace inside you that if you really want to pursue the music thing and that's, that's what I want to do. Um, you got to have an inner drive because there's, there's nobody else going to help me. Like they'll, they'll assist me along the way but they expect me to perform for it you know but so it's on me yeah. to day in and day out to actually actually perform you know put in the work so that's that's what i've been learning and you know what i'm it's probably one of the best jobs i've done ever you know awesome awesome we have got a great guest with us today sean joins us here on our big program and he is amazing so sean where where do you see yourself in a couple of years with this whole music thing you know, I'm I I'm not doing this stuff for notoriety, no fame, no money. I'm actually, I'm doing it to um to you know heal from PTSD, and I just enjoy doing it. So you know, I see myself you know doing the same thing, just just playing and having fun. That's really awesome, man. I'll, I'll tell you, you have got some really cool music, and you are putting together so much stuff here. Um, where exactly? Do you want your music career to go for you? You know, I would like to. I like this band. I want people to hear my music. I want people to relate to my music. And um, I honestly would like just to, you know, I'm from Flagstaff, Arizona, and I would just like to play at some local bars, which I do have some gigs coming up. And you know, I don't. If it stays local, that's fine. But if it expands out of that, I'm fine with that too. You know, I just want people to to listen to my music. You know, hear it out, and um, you know, just. Just relate to it. That's pretty much it. Because I think I have relatable music because I just talk about the everyday struggles, you know? That's really cool, man. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us here on our big program. And you're joining us each and every week here on Music Hub Connect. And, Sean, what what, what is what is the next track we're going to hear from you, my friend? Um, This is called um, I'll Be Honest. This is one of the, uh, this is the, uh, one of the first tracks I've ever wrote. And, um... I believe, you know, it sparked my jump into writing music and actually uh, trying to play it out. And I, I was really, really, you know, I was, I was pleased with this track. And that's probably what I'll play it for you right now. Fantastic. Go ahead, brother. All right. So I'll be honest. This is my religion, this is my time to be, this is my extraction, this is my time to see, the wind whispers through me, every time I speak, 
And I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Let's track back to the time of day when the world started to fall. Let's track back to the time of day. Ignorant to it all. My mind of growth is unbelievable. My hopes and dreams are achievable. In the sound, the world seems so unreachable. One knowledge society hold me down. my religion this is my time to be this is my extraction this is my time to see the wind whispers through me every time I speak and I'll be honest I'll be honest. Appreciate you that song. One of my favorites right there. Fantastic. Well, you are amazing, my friend. Appreciate it. Thank and uh, I look forward to uh, chatting with you more. Thanks sure. for doing this. And uh, before we let you go, how do people purchase your music and find you on the web? It's Sean St. Velvet. Uh, Google me on YouTube or uh, Spotify. Sean St. Velvet. Fantastic. Well, brother, you you keep up the good work. And uh, I hope to hear from you soon. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you, man. There he goes.